This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome to your Thursday rush hour. Keep the music there, Diego. A little while for me. Thank you. If you'd like to be part of the program today, all you have to do is pick up your telephone. Dial 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222 is the number to call. And yes, indeed, we have a busy show planned for you for this rush hour. A little bit later in the program, the president of the Heritage Foundation, probably the best-known think tank in the world, will be joining us, Dr. Kevin Roberts. And, of course, your telephone calls will be all a part of it. There is news about reparations today, again. And we will start with that shortly. Rich, did you hear that? Bruh. Yes. But first, I want to begin the program with something that I got on a message box from a very, very dear friend of mine. And I mean, this is a friend that goes back maybe 30 some odd years. And I read it and I was like, what? It was a loving message, but it was also a chiding message for yours truly, your host. He says, hey, sweetie, I keep picking up the phone to call you, and in my head, I hear you speaking of progressives with disdain. And so I don't complete the call because I'm one of those very people, and there were some icons of a broken heart. And I, I felt bad about that. So I wrote her back, and I think we're good now, my friend and I, and I love her. I said, hey, sweetie, I adore you, always have. I disdain policy, not people. I want to make that really clear. I disdain policy, not people. But I told her, you've just reminded me in a very big way that I need to make that distinction more often and not leave any room for doubt. Always love you. And even though we disagree on political matters, I hope you know how much I value you, and I do. She's one of my dearest friends in the world. And so let me just make this distinction very, very clear. Because I use generalities a lot. I talk about the liberals. I talk about the progressives. And what I am talking about when I single those groups out are groups of elected officials. I am talking about the policies that they impose on Americans and on the world. I am talking about they left this agenda and what it does. I am also talking about the NGOs, the nonprofits, and all of that who go around imposing 
their progressive views on the rest of us as organizations. I am not talking about the individuals, except for some of the elected officials, and I mean every word I say about them because some of them know exactly what they are doing, and they are doing it on purpose. But for the for the folks that run around saying, I'm a progressive, I'm a happy liberal, I'm not talking about you. You know, I know that many of you love this country. It's hard for us to, on the other side, to believe that because we don't know why you can't see the harm that's being caused. We don't know why, know why you can't see what's happening to the school children. Like, there's an article today. Here he goes, going off track. I thought we were going to talk about one thing, and he goes another. There's an article today from the left, the people that I call the progressives. And according to this article, you and I are totally, what we are, we are mistaken when we talk about how high crime has, in, has, has overwhelmed the blue cities of America. We, we don't know what we're talking about. You see, it's all due to misinformation in the press. And that's why we think that there's all this crime running out there. It's not really happening, you see. It's all just because the press reports these narratives and we think that the bail reform law is all bad just because of what we read in the press. So I'll deal with that. But as I said, reparations are back in the news. Now, we had reparations day here when reparations first came out in California. You will remember that the governor there... Gavin Newsom, who I prefer to call Gasm, little Gasm Newsom. Gavin Newsom's committee, Gasm Newsom's committee, his task force on reparations finally figured out a dollar figure. And it's really simple. And this is just for one part of what y'all owe us. I happen to be African American, so y'all owe us. I'm talking about us, black people. Right, Rich? That's what I'm talking about, bro. Yes. Okay. Y'all owe us 223 large for housing discrimination. That's just for housing. That's not for none of the other stuff that y'all, that's just for housing. Y'all owe us 200 apiece and 23 large. Now, yesterday, we did a story about California. The very same Gasm Newsom complained yesterday that Title 42 is going to be gone and the immigrants, the illegal immigrants flooding California will flood it to the point of breaking. And this was stunning. Stunning. Because after all, California is a sanctuary state. They're the ones that invented this whole sanctuary state bull crap. They're the ones that say, hey, come on in. Every illegal person you can find, come on in. Come on in, undocumented minors. Because you, and goodness knows where those minors are today and what they are being forced to do, some of them. But that's another story. Come on in. Oh, don't worry about COVID. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry if you, if you have COVID or anything else. Come on in. 
Oh, no, no, no. Don't don't do that wall thing. That's racist. That's bigoted. That's white supremacist if you build a wall. Come on in. After all, California used to be yours anyway. And the, colon- the, the colonists don't want you here. But we love you. That's what California has been saying to illegal. Not only do we love you, we will pay your health care. We'll pay for your kids to go to school in America. Can you do that? Can I do that if I go down to your country? No. But that's okay. We'll give you health care, free health care here. We'll give you an ID. One day we want you to vote, you see. We'll give you everything you want if you come to America. You need welfare for your kids? Come on! You need school? You need health care? You want to drop a few babies here? We'll pay for that, too. Well, the American people will pay for it. Don't worry about it. We love you. It's a sanctuary. So now, Gazim Newsom, one of the authors of the sanctuary state concept, which has been embraced by liberals from coast to coast, Now he's saying, we've got too many. Title 42, uh uh-uh, you're going to break us. And so my friend Rhonda Schrock and Grant Schrock, my friends, saw an opportunity. I'm going to tie all of this in right now. They said to me yesterday, since California is broke, We are off the hook for paying you reparations. We don't have to cough up reparations. California is too broke to come up with reparations because of all the illegal immigrants. That means, says Rhonda, I I have to stop waiting by the mailbox for my own check, and she has to go back to work. But but we don't owe you nothing because California is too broke. To which I say, bull stuff. Rich, are we supposed to let California, are we supposed to let America off the hook? No way, not at all. If they want the money, they can find it. That's what I'm talking about. They got money for everything else. Where's our money? Yo, Scott, you think you're off the hook too? Huh? Scott's trying to figure out. I'm done. I'm over this. I'm over this. So you're you're okay. You're going to pay no uh, matter I'm what. I'm not paying anymore. I'm done. I'm closing the account's closed. See here we you're go. You're going to have to. You're going to have to imprison me. We go with that supremacist talk again. You know what I'm saying, Scott? You want to do like a payment plan or something? We can work yeah, it out. I'm over. I'm over the whole thing. I was I was on board at first. Went too far now. Five easy payments, five, Scott. No. Nope, I got news for you. We're not the only, yo, okay, Diego, this was ha- what happened yesterday. They had a public hearing, the first public hearing about the reparations. Let me give you a little taste of how things went there. Hit it, Diego. Quick and brief, so the tangibles of what I'm uh, asking for is 350000 per black American in California that's eligible. Small business grant, $250,000, and land, 15 to 20 acres. Okay, so that was one, bro. Look, look, this 223 lodge y'all talking about, that's not nearly enough. No, we want some acreage, like 20 acres of prime California real estate. We want some small business loans, and we want 350. 
We're not going with this 223 bid. We want 350 up front. 350, some land at like 20 acres. He didn't ask for a mule, which some people are happy about. And he wants a small business loan. We also had this from the reparations hearing out in Cali last night. That figure is from a scope of work document that the five-member economic consultant team came up with and they presented to us at our September hearing in L.A. And again, that 200 thousand something number is on the economic consultant team's theory it represents the state of california's maximum culpability for racist redlining practices um, and other forms of housing discrimination from a specific area of time 1933 to 1977 and also that figure is that much in the event that all black people in california living today are eligible for reparations in the form of housing discrimination. And you have to congratulate her on saying that without laughing. I don't find anything yeah. funny about okay. it. What do you find funny okay. about it? She's explaining how come y'all owe us this money, Scott. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, yeah, you keep on hon, bro. You can put me in a camp. I would be very I'm not ca- paying. I would be very careful about making those kind of uh giving us those kind of ideas. <laughs> Giving you permission. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? New York is getting in the act. I mentioned that last week. Some of the other states are looking very closely at what goes to California. As you know, California leads the way in America. So just to let you know, that's our reparations update. The uh, the price, the demands have gone up. The 223K is still on the table, but some people now want 350 large, and they want the 20 acres, and I mean oceanfront, okay? Don't be coming here like 20 acres in the desert, because that would not be funny. We don't want to know about that. 20 acres prime. And if y'all don't have the land, just tell some of your rich liberal friends like Barbara Streisand, get out. You had your time. It's time to give back, okay? Malibu should be perfect for the taking. Okay, Santa Barbara. Y'all got plenty of land up there. Come up with some acreage. It's time to set things right. It's time for equity. It's time for the big payback. I just got another direct. What if I identify as black? I don't see any problem with that. You can identify as anything you want to identify with today. If you tell me that people with, with dinglies can identify as a woman and go in the girl's locker room, go in the girl's bathroom, why shouldn't somebody identify as black, have their hand out for the 250 large? This is all consistent with progressive theory. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, here with you on WABC Talk Radio 77. Want to be part of today's program if you want some reparations money. 800-848-WABC. We're coming right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. 
77 WABC listeners, listen, you can win a 77 WABC Celebrating 100 Years poster signed by morning show host Sid Rosenberg. How do you do that? Well, you join the 77 WABC VIP club by downloading the app or go to wabcradio.com slash VIP to join. It's the newest, most rewarding way to be part of the 77 WABC family. Every week, we are giving away prizes to the VIP club members. Prizes include stuff like tickets to live events. Guess who's going to have some later today? Not only that, celebrity meet and greet, signed memorabilia, concert tickets, of course, more. This week, a lucky VIP member will be chosen to receive a 77 WABC celebrating 100 years poster signed by Sid Rosenberg. All you have to do, sign up, wabcradio.com slash VIP club, and you will receive a special members-only newsletter and automatically be entered for a chance to win each week's reward. Download the 77 WABC app. Join the 77 WABC VIP Club today. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. Three Fitty Lodge. 20 acres. Small businessman loan. Plus, we need some walking around money. You know, that's right. That's what I'm talking about. We're just getting started. Certified check. I like that 20 acre part. We need it. You know, over in Europe, they're shutting down farms for global warming. We need to have these 20 acres just in case they start asking farmers to shut down here. All right, Rhonda's giving me grief. America's small caffeinated mom is giving me grief about the re- Rhonda, where's my money? Well, it's not looking good for you, James. It's really Excuse not looking me? good for you. How can you say it's not looking? <laughs> did you not just hear the story? They're already I having did. the they're having the task force in California. The demands went up. That two hundred twenty three thousand y'all thought would get you off the hook for all of your previous <laughs> sins, for everything that you've ever done to my people. That's not enough. We want three fifty now. We want you to throw in some land. We want a small businessman. We want a businessman's loan so we could do some business, okay? And what do you mean it's not looking good? This is looking better and better all the time. New York is opening up their own. St. Louis is opening up their own reparations hearing. This is now coming front and center stage. And here I have Rhonda, America's small caffeinated mom, telling me that things are not looking good. Explain yourself, woman. Uh, well, I have a serious question, actually, before I, uh, before I, give you my grief do they are they really thinking they can make this happen yes well well wanda why not we're giving away a gazillion billion dollars to the ukraine we're giving away money everywhere you look why not throw some money over here 
Do you know, by the way, Representative Frederica Wilson, yesterday or the day before, introduced federal legislation to raise the uh, the national minimum salary for public school teachers, see, a clear, flat-out 60 grand a year. Why are you you asking me if we have the money? Didn't you hear me the other day? (laughs) Joe Biden and the Democrats just gave the Teamsters, how much money was this? Got like $300 billion. It was a lot of money to help with their pension stuff. Y'all can give money to all the white folks. Y'all need to give some money to us. What you talking about here? Woman? <laughs> well, yes, I did hear that, and it made me angry. Um, for, for one thing, this whole reparations thing, the, the premise is just folly. Because it's built on the premise that you can atone for the sins and injustices of the world. And that's just not possible. So if you're going to go down that road, what's going to happen? And so this is all based on a victim thing. And yeah. I know that so many injustices have taken place. I'm not minimizing that. But you're now going to demand um, payment. You're going to put a weight on the back of innocent people yes. who didn't do anything. And yes. So you're essentially you're victimizing a yes. whole new group of people. And that's going to be your children, my children the future generations. Rhonda, do you not understand the brilliance of this? In the future, your children can get reparations for the reparations. Do you not understand oh. how this works? Well, so, Lord yes, help in, us. In future, years, in future years, little Grants and little Rhondas, your offspring will be running around talking about, we didn't do anything. Why did we have to pay those people reparations? And then they're going to go to court. And they're going to have, like, uh-huh. if California, and then we're going to go, and then they're going to charge and get their own reparations for the reparations. That is horrifying. That That is horrifying. And honestly, I've been thinking about this a lot ever since. I mean, we've had a ton Apparently. of fun with this. But I've been thinking about this a lot. Because... I've been thinking about it a lot, too, because I want my money. <laughs> but this is going to... Um, Deepen that whole divide that yes. um, that victim. I have to have my rights. You, I, I've got everybody owes me something, and I'm yes. not responsible for anything. And what you just said at the beginning of the show about that message you got from your friend, mm-hmm. I was thinking on that along those very lines today, James. My circle, my inner circle of friends, is wide and diverse. And I'm tired of being told every time I turn around that I'm racist, that everybody I know is racist, that my whole country is racist, and that's just not true. Of course not. I don't believe that. Now, Rhonda, sadly, I have to go because we're up against the clock and we have heritage up. But I want to continue with this later in the week, okay? Okay. All right. And if you think, and by the way, one more thing, Rhonda and Grant, if you think that this gets you off the hook and you don't owe... (laughs) You are wrong, baby. <laughs> oh, well, I we love tried. You, we had to try. Love you, too. <laughs> Talk to you later. James Bye. Golden, a.k.a. Snurdy. Talk to you in a bit. We'll be right back. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. Dire straight. So bring us back money for nothing. 
We are so pleased, ladies and gentlemen, to have with us the president of the most widely recognized think tank in the world. Money for nothing. Dr. Kevin Roberts is with us. He is the president of Her- the Heritage Foundation. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Roberts. How are you this afternoon? Well, my friend, I'm doing great. It's always a pleasure to be on. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for coming on. I was um, You graciously allowed me to host the program from Heritage uh, earlier in the fall, and you made a promise to the American people. You said that Heritage was different. This is a new Heritage Foundation we are going to be out there where if this is no longer the ivory tower heritage looking down from above, we are engaging in the fight. And you have engaged in the fight. I can, you are keeping your promise. I cannot tell you how many times I see heritage in the news. You have a plethora of newsletters that our listeners and anyone else can sign on to to educate themselves about the issues. The heritage was out in front with this respect for marriage bill, and I dare say that some of the Republican votes that turned, turned after you brought attention to what was truly in this bill, and actually the bill at the last minute was changed, not completely, not enough, but but in response to what heritage did, we saw changes. So thank you for keeping your promise, and I hope you intend on keeping it up. Well, I do. And uh, thanks for recognizing that. I I don't use the word promise often because I I mean it when I say it. And as I also told you, you'll remember and your audience will, too, that part of keeping a promise is having accountability partners to to remind you that you made it. And so you're going to be you're you're in that kitchen cabinet and uh, keep that doing keep doing that. But I I can tell you just to hang on that point for, for just a moment that when we look at all the fights in front of us, whether it's this absurd threat of a shutdown, if we don't pass this ridiculous omnibus or the fights coming up in 23 and beyond, we have completely reorganized heritage to be ready for those knife fights, but also to wrap up here in this response to win enough of those knife fights so that conservatives can present an aspirational vision for governance in the future. That's what Americans are starving for, and we hope to be able to deliver that to them. Let's talk about this this absurd omnibus spending bill, in which, by the way, uh, all kinds of things having nothing to do with the level of spending that is record-breaking, causing record-breaking deficits. They're also throwing in things like protection for journalists, legacy journalists um, in the world. But there is now a fight that is broken up, uh, broken up between um, Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell seems to want to push this through. He does. He wants to push through this omnibus bill before Christmas. And others in the in the Republican Party saying, not so fast. We've got a Republican House coming in in January. Dr. Robbins, why the rush? Why do you think Republicans, uh, McConnell and others in the Senate, want to see this omnibus bill passed before Christmas? Well, as my my really good friend, Senator Mike Lee of Utah, just said in the last few minutes, because he's got huge concerns about this, too. Anytime Senate leadership, to be specific, Mitch McConnell is saying that something has to be done by Christmas or we're going to face a government shutdown, then you realize 
there's something he's not telling us. And that something he's not telling us is that there are 7,500, 7,500 earmarks in that mm-hmm. omnibus. That's the kind of pork barrel spending that, Jane, you know, you and I are old enough to remember in the 90s, people we got rid of, uh, but they're, they've come back, come back with a vengeance. In, in, other, in other words, this is the swamp being the swamp. And so all we need to do is pass a spending bill, very small spending bill that gets us from now until March 3rd, let the House Republicans drive the train. Kevin McCarthy is 100% right about this. And and all we need is almost every Republican senator to say, we don't want to do this. We want to have this conversation in the new year. Why Mitch McConnell won't support that is beyond me. And the only way you can get your senators to say that, folks, is if you say it to your senators. And this is an important, it's a big deal. The record, we are in record-level territory each month with deficit spending. Now, I know that sounds old school. Who cares about the deficit anymore? But this is really serious, and it affects people's pocketbooks today. One of the reasons that we had the inflationary pressures that we had was this massive spending that this government did during COVID. We are only now learning of the level of fraud that was involved in all of this. This is this omnibus bill is not just another theoretical thing. This is real. Would you agree with that? Yeah, completely. Because the the, the price tag on this thing is one point seven trillion dollars, and that's real money. In fact, I don't even want to think about the number of years it would take us to to count from one to one point seven trillion. But in that is, as you said, a host of terrible ideas. It's like these senators and their K Street lobbyists who actually wrote the bill, which is telling, were sitting around drinking really cheap whiskey, and halfway through the bottle, they realized, let's come up with the craziest ideas we can spend the American people's money on. It's no exaggeration. That's what's in the bill, 7,500 earmarks. The good news is that we can stop it. All someone has to do is call their senator and say, just vote on this after Christmas. Vote on this in the new year. Have a responsible adult conversation. Pass a, a temporary spending bill that keeps the government open. This is a very easy thing to do. It could happen in a matter of hours, and it spends a lot less money. Let's enjoy Christmas in the new year without this false spectacle of shutting down the government, and let's start running Washington like adults. That's what the American people want. Speaking of wa- running Washington like adults, how about oversight? Now, I have heard politicians from both parties and a lot of uh, legacy mainstream uh, pundits that are upset because members of the House are talking about doing investigations, in some cases investigations on Hunter Biden, in other cases investigations on COVID, and they're going to really be upset because today Ron DeSantis has decided he's going to subpoena the uh, subpoena records from 20, uh, 20 organizations that that push the vaccines out there, and he wants to know more information about this. But my, the point is there are a lot of people, in, some of them Republicans, saying, listen, it's a waste of time to go back and investigate all this stuff. Just go do, uh, this is a new Congress, do a new start, forget all these investigations. What is Heritage Stance on whether government oversight should also, look at some of the things that have passed. We think that there needs to be 
a well-selected, well-substantiated, small number of well-run investigations. And the reason those need to happen is because of the grave injustices that have happened with the COVID jab, with the conflicts of interest that the Biden family have with the Chinese Communist Party. It's, it's at the very least costing us billions of dollars with what's going on at the southern border. And Heritage, with its new oversight project, has been very successful in some, in some lawsuits using the Freedom of Information Act to provide the evidence for the House Republicans to have these hearings. But the larger point is that the, the a governing agenda isn't just about investigations. A governing agenda is showing the American people the kinds of reforms that you will enact when you're in power, hopefully in 2024 or as a result of the 24 elections. So in some, Heritage's position is some investigations are good. If it is witch hunt, you know, from, from morning to night, and that's all the Republicans are talking about, that's not actually what the American people want to see. They want to see in two or three cases justice be done with these investigations, but they also want wedded to that an agenda that restores self-governance and common sense to the nation's capital. It is Christmas time, folks, a time for giving. I will remind everybody that Heritage Organization is able to do their great work through gifts from people that support that great work. So how, Dr. Roberts, can people get involved with Heritage or if they want to donate time, if they want to donate their energy and be part of this new Heritage? How can they go about helping the Heritage Foundation continue its work? You're kind to ask that question. I'll give you two websites. The one for giving would be heritage.org. We're supported by a broad, broad swath of everyday Americans. I'm an everyday American. You are. And then if they want to donate their, their time, we have uh, 22,000 people around the country who are sentinels. They're people who are grassroots activists. They could go to our sister organization, heritageaction.com, and they can follow the prompts there to help. I just want to say that even though we have a lot of challenges, I come into this building in the nation's capital uh, optimistic every day because I know the American people. Our path ahead is narrow, but I really do believe if we're willing to engage in the fights as, as the new heritage is, we will prevail. And we are working on a way to have you on this program regularly to keep the uh, membership of our radio program and heritage updated on the great work that you're doing. Dr. Roberts, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much. Take care, and thanks for having me. James Golden, a.k.a. Snerder, we're coming back. Your call is coming up. Don't go away. Right back after this. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Cheryl Lynn brings us back on WABC Talk Radio 77. Got to be real. Oh, I screwed up a fact. Let me correct this real quick. Those subpoenas that DeSantis, uh, DeSantis is sending out, I had it mixed up with another story. Florida, under Ron DeSantis, is subpoenaing organizations who pushed transgender care on children. They want the records. Fauci is also, Dr. Fauci is responding to uh, calls for Ron DeSantis. This is what I had it screwed up with. 
because DeSantis has also called for a grand jury to to investigate the side effects that people are having from these COVID vaccines. Oh, Fauci doesn't like that. He's like, I'm not aware there's a problem. You know, Fauci's going to be going soon. By the way, the family of uh, uh, Sam Brinkman freed millions and millions of dollars to Democrats through FTX uh, has called the prison down there in the Bahamas. They want to make sure that he can get some vegan meals. Now, it's cold outside. We've had some snowy things going on here. And I want to just take you back for a quick minute to a warm summer, okay? And remember this vibe, warm summer, as we get ready to head to the telephones. This is our very own Diego, who's working with us today. Diego is an amazing musician. You can get this tune iTunes, Spotify. Warm summer, please stream your rights. Warm summer, please set me free. Your worries will never bother me. Diego, tell people quickly where you can get the song and how to spell your name. Warm summer. You can spell my name. I'll say it slowly. A G O Y T I A. You can find this music on Spotify, iTunes, uh, some small ones. Uh, Deezer, uh, everything, YouTube, anywhere you get music. And, um, yeah, again, it's Diego Agoitia, A-G-O-Y-T-I-A. We love this song, Diego. Always makes me feel in a good mood. Thank Warm you so summer. much. All right, let's head to the telephones, Ed. No, we said John first. Don't hang up on Ed. John first in Staten Island. How are you, John? Welcome, WABC. Hello, Mr. Surly. Uh, I was going to say... California became a state in 1850. Prior yep. to that, it belonged to Mexico, or the Spanish. Yeah, we won it in it. the Spanish-American War. Mm-hmm. Yes? Right, though. We paid for the counties or the territory. But either way, so everybody who's illegal in California are, are sending hundreds, maybe billions of dollars that are not taxed. That should go to the black citizens. So all Western unions... All PayPal, oh. from there, goes right to the black citizen who's oh, not getting paid how, with any tax on it. How's how devious is this? He wants, folks, do you hear what John in Staten Island saying? John is saying, okay, for reparations, let's take it out of remittance money. Remittance money that people are sending back to Mexico and other nations. Let's get the reparations money from there, oh, my, 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 what will you people think of next? Ed in Westchester County, welcome to WABC Talk Radio 77. Good afternoon, Bo. How you doing? Good, thank you. What's up? Well, Bo, I was thinking about this, and I, 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 I thought about all the money that we have had in social programs that have helped out the black community for the last about 50 years. Mm-hmm. If we mm-hmm. add all of that up, if we total all of that up mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of divide it down by the folks who are asking for reparations, mm-hmm. maybe we cut that IOU down to about a buck forty. Nah, bro, it don't work like that. Because, see, here's the thing. I mean, a good try. That was a good try. But here's the thing. Let's start with the Great Society program. The Great Society program put in place by liberals and progressives. I'm talking about elected officials, not my friends out there. 
those programs destroyed the black family. That's even more reparations. Every time liberals come to you and say they want to help you with something, it hurts you. So what I say we do is add up the cost of all of those families that were hurt by the great society, add up the cost. All these liberal programs have hurt Americans, not just black Americans, but Americans. And let's add that on to the bill, my friend. You do that, you will owe more money, not less. But it was a good try. Deirdre in New Jersey, welcome you on WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley. Uh, you have me laughing hysterical. I, I sit back in my car and I'm laughing. I mean, you are so correct. It's reparations and then reparations for reparations. Now, my question is, my name is Deidre, okay? So and I'm born, I was born and raised in a predominantly black city of Orange, New Jersey. Okay. okay. I danced just like the black community. That's they right. Taught me to dance. You and have rhythm. I was told... I was told by every brother to this day, you got a black girl's butt. And I would well, laugh. Now, I want to know, can I identify with being black? Since my first name of all, is if you got a black woman's butt, I mean, let's not get racial about this. But if you have, you know, because, you know, you know, you know the song. I like big. Anyway, um, if you can, number one, <clears throat> the answer, the quick answer without getting myself in trouble that I will never be able to get out of is Yes. You identify as, and I identifying as black is just as good as being black. And if anybody dare say anything to you about it, you call them a bigot, a racist, or every kind of phobe you can think of. Because these days we can all identify how we want to identify and do whatever we want to do. We are right in keeping with the mores that the liberals and progressives have, have introduced to this country. So, Deirdre, swing it out, sister. Dance away and I get, love your, it. You got and me get your money. Uh, I got you. I'm getting my 350. Thanks. You get that 250. Uh, uh, Christine. No, now. Okay. That's right. Or 350. Right. Christine, you're on WABC. <laughs> How are you, Christine? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Out of time. I just looked at the clock. I'm sorry. Christine, give us oh. a buzz back tomorrow. And you know I love you, and we'll take your call tomorrow, but I just realized we're out of time. John Katz is up next, Katz and Meaties, Katz at night. So we got to make way for him. May God bless each and every one of you and your families. We'll be back tomorrow for Bo Snurley's Friday edition of Rush Hour. Thank you for being here today. See you tomorrow. Bye. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network.